Kevra. This is Tu Bishvat Ki And I spoke this morning and don't want to repeat the speech. But Tu Bishvat is a Chag. It's a, it's a, it's a very, it's a Chag, a Waterbury Chag. Misiata Deshmaya. With heavenly assistance, a safer came out of this space medrash on Tu B'Shvat. Somebody who was Zaycheh contributed to this space medrash for a number of years, of Yaakov Hillel Goodman. And he wrote a beautiful safer on Tu B'Shvat. I'm in the middle of the safer. There's a copy around the base medrash. I highly recommend it. His safer on Tu B'Shvat. And Yaakov Hillel Goodman is somebody in general who's a tremendous growing person. Very, very sincere and special, smart just incredible human being. When he was here, YHG was like a name, the whole yeshiv reverberated, YHG. Everybody knew Yaakov El Goodman. He, he was just, I, I say on him, if it's a type of guy, every guy in yeshiva wanted him for their sister. It's a type of guy. And he married a guy in yeshiva's sister. It's like appropriate. The Tusks got him, but he's that kind of, a wonderful person, caring, kind, brilliant, brilliant mind and he writes on Yamim Toivim. His writings on Yamim Toivim are awesome. The Ma'agol Ashana, the cycle of the year matters to me a lot and Tu B'Shvat is a gorgeous Yantiv. I'm not going to be Meirich just to say, you look out, you can see out of that tree, you won't see. We say, happy birthday, Kim Mazel Tov tree. It's your, it's your renewal day, it's your day of birth and the tree looks as dead as yesterday. We say Mazel Tov to the tree. We look if it was Pesach time, if it was springtime, so we would look intelligent and sophisticated. The tree's born. Ah, Mazel Tov, your birth. To say Mazel Tov today, you look outside that tree, David, it looks dead. And of course, we're talking about the Lachluchis, the underground, the Pneumius, that this juice is flowing, Rav Hirsch describes, the tree's rebirth happens now. Now, we're a people, and certainly a yeshiva that cares about the inner world. How many guys are steiging, and the guy, how many times people tell me the story, my son was from, and all of a sudden he wasn't Shemesh Shabbos. You didn't look inside with their juices flowing, the premius, the inside. How many people are cynical of a 10th grade? I don't get it, I pay for this. My kid's smoking up all day, I pay for this. Very expensive, the yeshiva. But they're not looking inside. What's happening? You know how many kids have apologized to me? I love when a kid after 10, and I'm saying, I'm so sorry, I wasted two years. Next year, you'll see it'll be different, as if he's like a chiddush. The next year, he's steiging, he's learning. Didn't waste a minute of two years. He, he was processing things, healing, recovering, figuring out. And now all of a sudden, the guy came in, he didn't want to learn Torah. He's craving to learn, to daven, to serve Hashem. Things changed. There's a world inside. And we're a people who thinks and notices that world of, of Pnim. And we look at the trees and we can say, congrats, it's a new year, it's a new birth, it's a new, what, a new birth, it looks then. I don't see the inside of the tree, but I see the inside of the 10th grader here. She. And then I'm aware of the inside, the other mates asada. There's a lot to learn from trees. There's a song we sing in Yeshiva. We talk about a tree, it's interesting. The Gemara in Tainus. Gemara says that a person is nene, gains from a tree, and says, Ilan, Ilan, what bracha can I give you, tree? What bracha can I tell you? She you hate silcha, no, that I should tell you, you should have good shade. I eat silcha, no, you have good shade. Perisecha mesukim, your fruit should be sweet. Perisecha mesukim, your fruit already sweet. So am I going to bless you? You got it all already. You have shade and fruit. 
I give you a bracha that the trees that come that they plant from you, yeah, should be like you. What is this Indian of the tree that it has shade and it has good pears? I want to suggest that a tree has shade and good pears. What are these two aspects of the tree? A person is compared to a tree, Adam eats Asad, that's a pasuk. And what are these two aspects of a tree? The shade and the pears. That we bless a tree, two aspects, tzilchana and perisna. What are the two aspects of a tree that we think about? Do you have good shade? Do you have a good fruits? Perhaps I want to suggest that the shade is the tree batzmusay. The shade, I have seen people have a lot of idealism. They build a lot of nice things. Guys, see somebody built a big yeshiva, a big stock organization, and it's beautiful to build big things. But be a big person who builds big things. Aye, aye, aye. Avram Avinu built our nation, but he also is a big person. Be a big person who builds big things. I know people who are amazingly small who built big things. You can have a great organization and hide behind and look at me, but the guy's not a good husband. He's not a good man. His pair is enough, but his, his, his shade is not enough. The shade is the thing itself. And the bracha to the tree, Selchana, you should have good shade, means you yourself should be good. Perusecha, misukim, is that which you accomplish should be sweet. And the prayer to the tree is that he should have both aspects. Isn't it's shade, but it's you yourself. Of course it impacts other people, but it's the, it's the thing itself. Mm. The shade is, comes from the thing itself. The peris are that which it produces. The cell is that which it is. Because the goal of all the goal, the goal is the Paris. The goal is to produce the Paris. But the thing itself has to be good. But if that's the goal, so that's the end game. But that's, that's perhaps, perhaps what's being said here, the Tzilchana and the Paris, now that's being said. I want to sing that song. Me too. And then I want to do something unique. I want to do something a little different today on this Tu B'Shvat. But I first want to sing that song. Arye, if you can start us. Anilan Oh, no. 
an oldie the Chaver didn't know it some knew some didn't some said they were whispers I don't know that song are you kidding me that's an oldie but goodie oh let's try one more time Ela Ela Bamo Avarechecha To this, the way we understand, like Iker Paris Shel Tadikim is the Maisim Tovim. We mean the accomplishments, not just the thing oh, it itself. Has to, I'm saying, Ella, he wants to call it here. Like, yeah, because if that was the Paris, right, right, good, 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 good call. But it means the new trees that come, the new trees. Right, I'm saying yeah, Paris are not. Yeah, yeah, because the night, them, yeah, yeah, very good, very good. Man. Rabbi said, I want to do. Yeah, that's what we're explaining. What I want to do, Chevra, what I want to do with the guys it is to Bishvat. And I want to do something practical to make our Avodah Hashem better. Often in our own, in our own Avodah Hashem, we often look to expand. 
And there's definitely an art of expansion, but much of Avaidus Hashem is the things we already have to do better. We have so many gifts in our life without expanding if we would do it better. Somebody would make an alamechia, proper alamechia, and who is the person? I don't know a person who could say that each time they make an alamechia, it would be hard to find a person amongst us who would say every alamechia that we utilize properly. And each of us at our own levels to get better with the bracha achreina, the beautiful bracha after. It's a time we're thinking about Paris Se'ilan. Part of an alamechia, it's the same nosach as Allah Eitzval creates. A bracha we say after eating certain brachas that are berei pre-eats, a grapes for instance, we make a grape, so we make an Allah Eitzval pre-eats after. And I want to learn and discuss only very briefly a couple of points, but I really want to just get used to and familiar the Alamechia and really make a call by us all, each kefi madrigase, to be stronger. The bracha we eat cake and we have a shear, we have a kezayis of cake and we make an Alamechia. We have grapes, one shouldn't eat one whole grape. Because one old grape's not the sheer, but it's a big shile of a berry, a brias, so you might have to make an ala eats. So it's preferable to avoid eating a whole grape. Either have a half a grape or have three grapes. What if it's a really big grape? It's a very big grape. It could be. My father would say to make an ala eats. But the best thing is to have a couple of grapes or a half a grape. Don't have one whole grape because you don't want to suffix it out of, of, of an ala eats. Now, Blueberry is also also nonchalant. I mean, same, same, same Shiloh. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And 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 a, a remind a little reminding. I don't. Is that because there it's sad, Brayas? Is there such a Shiloh? You tell me. Wow. So Kitzur Chevra, I want another name Talamechia. Just that I don't know. Rebezi's right. I, I'm just I'm avoiding the question, so I don't prove my ignorance. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's why. But the blueberries. I mean, how do I? I I'm not going to stop off my blueberries. My father's kazais and go for it. It's on. If everybody could put your holy eyes on the words, page eighty-eight. So please look at a cinder. Another name for this bracha achreina called Allah Mechior or or called Allah Eitz. Another name for the brachas what chevres mayain shalosh. If you look at page eighty-eight under bracha achreinos, it says here. Look at it, shalom. Page eighty-eight. It says mayain shalosh. Mayain shalosh. What? It's another name for alamechia. Why is it called? You will find in Svarim. It's called Me'ain Shalosh. Similar to the three. Me'ain means when somebody's a Me'ain. You know when they have a new player in basketball, there's another LeBron. How, you always know the guy's just going to be bad. Like the, the next. How many times? The next Don Mattingly. The next Michael Jordan. The next. So Me'ain. The next Giannis. But anyway, Me'ain means similar. In English, Me'ain is Ish. The word Ish. We say Akiva Ish, like Akiva has come this year, has energized the Shiva Ish, like Epis Ish. So Mayain, Mayain, it's an Ayin, Mayain means Ish. So it's Mayain Shalish, it mirrors the three. What three are we talking about? Of course, benching. Benching Midaraisa, one is obligated to make three brachas. The first three brachas of benching. The first bracha, 
Baruch Hashem, the first bracha that starts at the bracha. Then Naidelucha, which ends Allah Eretz Valamazin for Eretz Yisrael. We thank Hashem for Eretz Yisrael. Is the second bracha, and then we pray. Baruch Ata Hashem b'nei Barachim of Yisholayim. And when we pray, Builder Beis Hamikdash is the third bracha. Shmanes, I meant benching midaraisim when one eats either a kezayis or a kibeya of bread or midarabana midaraisa kadei svia when he's full. One is obligated to bench. That is three, the bracha three. The Rabbanan added on at Taiva Metiv. You have three brachas midaraisa and one midarabanan in benching. Me'ain shalash means it mirrors the three brachas of benching. It's the Rabbanan, but the Rabbanan the made Rabbanan. for certain mezainas, they made me'ain shalash, they mirrored. Now why don't we bench? What, when do we bench? When don't we bench? There's something called pasababikistin. When we have cake, why aren't we washing and benching on cake? I don't get it. It's wheat, it's water. Why don't we bench? What's the difference between bread and cake? So Chazal describes something as Pas Haba B'Kisnen. What is Pas Haba B'Kisnen? No, but don't answer fast. The answer is we don't know. There are three shittas, and it is a suffix, la'alacha. What Pas Haba B'Kisnen? I'll quickly say the three shittas. And Pas Haba B'Kisnen, Chazal say, is not the derech to have a meal for Pas Haba B'Kisnen. As such, we are not mechoyiv to wash and bench. The Rabbanan instituted in Alamechia, a Mizainus, and Alamechia for Pasababikisnen. Pasababikisnen, what things are Pasababikisnen? So there's three shittas. One are something that's cracker like. One shittas are Rishayim is a cracker like food. Since it's cracker like, it's not the style to wash on it. As such, it's not considered bread, and the brachas mezainus alamechia. Some would like to say matzah would fit that, but even pasababikisn, if you have four and if you have a lot of cake, one has to wash and bench. It's not, it should be more widely known. For Bakr plans and having a good, four eggs of cake. So it's about four pieces of cake in my father's estimation. If you're having a lot of cake, you have to wash and bench. You are obligated, midaraisa, to wash if you're satisfied. If you're not satisfied, then the Rabbanan. One should wash and bench if he's having a lot of cake. He's only having, less. we'll discuss pancakes if he's having enough pancakes. As well, one should wash and bench. The, so one sheet of pasavabikistin is cracker-like. Something's cracker-like, that's called pasavabikistin. A second sheet of pasavabikistin, that's mezainus, and not hamaitzi, is if it's made from fruit juices. It's not water and it's not water and wheat, it's fruit juices and wheat. Some people make the pizza crust out of fruit juices, apple juice mixed with, with the wheat. So that's not that's mezainus. Again, if you're not having four baitsim, four bayim of it, so that's called if it's made not from water and wheat, but fruit juice and wheat. A lot of cakes are not water and wheat, they're some sort of fruit-based drink and wheat. So then it's also a third sheet as if it's filled. If it's a pie and it's filled, Pasababikisnen would mean if it's filled with something, so it's like has a, a cherry cake, it has cherry inside, custard donut has custard inside, a jelly donut, so it's filled with something, that's not bread, it's not the derech, it's filled with some sweets, it's not the derech mikaveh Those are three shittas. 
We do not know lahalacha what pasuba bekistin is. We keep all three shittas and make a mezainus on cracker-like things, fruit juices, and filled because we don't know. Lemaisa, because we don't know, it's interesting. If a guy has cake for dessert, do you make a bracha on dessert? Yes, we paskin, yes. If a guy has ice cream for dessert, should make a shackle. All of a sudden, if he has cake for dessert, why does he not make a mezainus? And the answer is, because it might be pas. Because it might be bread. So, misafik, you already made amait, so we don't know if it's mezainus. We're normally machmir to make a mezainus, but here I've already made hamaitzi. There is a certain type of dessert that you should make a hamaitzi on. If you have an apple strudel, a thick apple strudel, it's crusty-like, so it's cracker-like. It's full. It has apple in there. And it's made from fruit juices. You absolutely, an apple strudel by dessert. People think you don't make a mezainus for dessert. Err, wrong. Apple strudel, one should absolutely make a baruch ato Hashem, l'kenu melchai lam for dessert. For the simple reason that it has all three shittas, it is for sure mezainus. There is no suffix because it fits all the criteria of mezainus. As such, it is vaday mezainus. We make a bracha on dessert. So an apple strudel, a thick crusted, it's almost worth it to have an apple strudel and people will look at your nuts and you'll eat it for dessert on Shabbos Kodesh. And you'll say, Baruch Atah Hashem, looks a crusty apple strudel. It has all three. It's cracker-like, filled with apple stuff. Apple stuff. And it, it's made from fruit juices. The, 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 the dough is made from fruit juices. That is an absolute mezainus. And for dessert, you make mezainus. Yes, Aryeh. Aryeh says, Misafik, all Paschal Bekistin. We don't Paschal like all, th- all three sheets. We're not sure. So why Misafik? Don't we have a Suffolk Echiv to bench? Suffolk Daraisa Luchumra. I would answer that, first of all, if, not, if you had a Kadei Sviya, so say you're making, you're washing and benching a Paschal Bekistin. The answer is you're not having Kadei Sviya, so it's not a Daraisa. Only Rabbana, Suffolk Darabana, Lukulu, we make a Zainus. That's the answer. Like, people that put like cinnamon in their challah. If it's a small amount, then it's fine. Excellent, excellent question. He <coughs> wants to know if they put cinnamon on the challah. The is it possible that you changed it from a hamaytzi? The answer is that you put it on top, some sprinkle that's no different than sprinkling salt on your challah, and it's actually salt. He wants to know if it's like made with the dough, and the, you make like some sort of sweetbreads. They have things like that. Is that a shash that it's not hamaytzi? Fascinating, fascinating question. Yeah, fascinating question. I can't answer because there's shittas who hold like, like if the only thing I could say is eat a kadei svi of that. Because if you have a, if you have four bayim, you're side to side to wash and bench. But it's a legit question what he's asking. The bottom line, very, very intelligent, Ruben Yain. Croissants, croissants are very, very good question. Very. These questions are difficult. I don't want to pretend they're people. People who've studied this, I have not done the proper studying. I say with these type of amaitzis, my father, this is where my father, I, I love my father and his psakim are very important to me. My father has very sh- small shiurim. And my father would say on many of these things that you've had four bayim, and I would try to eat a nice amount. Revezi knows my father's four bayim are very manageable. I have a, a chiddush that an olive is a kazayim. <laughs> <laughs> that a kazayim is an olive. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was said exactly like my father, and my father is Chiddush. And Lamaisa. <laughs> The Kitzur Advarim is, is that, th- this is the short of, uh, so whenever we say the brach of Shalosh, we're referring to Benching. Whenever we say Me'en Shalosh, mirrors the three brachas, Ala Mechia was the Drabonic version by Pasabah B'Kisnen, or by Ha'etz, or by Allah Geffen, where it mirrors the three brachas, the Raisa. If you look at Allah Mechia, you'll notice that it actually mirrors the three brachas. That's what's called Me'ain Shalish. It's abbreviation. It's a Me'ain. It mirrors benching. And if you look at Allah Mechia, it starts, Baruch Hashem, for mechia, for food, al kakala sustenance, val tnuba sasada, the produce of the fields, val eretz, so that's till there. Ala mechia, kakala, val tnuba sasada, is all connected the first bracha of, of benching. Me'en. It mirrors the first bracha of benching. From the next words, mirrors the second bracha of benching. Val eretz chemdan, for the land, the precious land, urechava, very wide. I love that Eretz Yisrael was called wide. Why is it called wide? What makes Eretz Yisrael wide? Avi Ben Moshe is looking at me. There's nothing wide. If you ever look at the map, it's like a thin sliver. And Eretz Yisrael is called the wide land, Rechava. That is awkward. It doesn't look wide. And we say, our thank you for the Eretz. Chemda, it's desirable. No doubt about it. We all love Eretz Yisrael. Rechava is not what I would call it. I wouldn't call it wide. The Gemara in Gittin, we're learning Masechta's Gittin. The Gemara in Gittin says another name for Eretz Yisrael is Eretz Svi. Now why is it called the land of deer? I happen to love deer. And, and, and why would Eretz Yisrael be called Eretz Svi, the land of deer? It happens to be, I don't know if I've ever seen a deer in Eretz Yisrael. Ironically, has anybody here seen a deer there? You see, not the weird ibex. They're like an interesting version. The deer I see here, I haven't seen there. Not that you saw deer where continent. Deer, you saw deer. It's possible that deer. I haven't been Mayan. I don't remember it's seeing parts deer. Of the world. They don't have the same animals. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. I don't know about the deer. They're not he's seen it. He's an aid Neman. And I'm sure this version of deer there in the forest. At the end of the day, Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Svi. And explains the Gemara again that Eretz Yisrael has a weird reality that a deer, if you would skin its hide and try to put the hide back on the deer, it wouldn't fit. But when, every, when the hide is on, it expands. If you t- skin a deer and then try to put the hide back on the deer, you won't get it back on. It, because all of a sudden it just won't fit. Somehow when it's on the deer, it expands. And Eretz Yisrael, when we are in Eretz Yisrael, it expands. It fits us. Eretz Yisrael is an expansive place that fits us. I have seen, the, the Mishnah in Avay says that a person should have, the, it says, Yebezcha pasuach lirvacha. The same word, revach, rechava. It's revach, a different word, but it says your house should be expansive. What does it mean to have... I have seen people have mansions that are the tightest places in the world. Your house should fit all your children. Your house should fit all your children. I was determined, my wife and I, to raise my kids in my house. I have seen people who the streets raise their kids. They're not raised in the house. 
I wanted always to raise my children in my house. To have a house, you have to raise your children in your house. People today talk a lot about protecting their kids. So they have all different vices to make sure the house is safe, smartly, and they protect it from outside influences. You know how weird it would be to have guards at your door and to have all the police protection in the world, every filter in the world except one problem, you have a gunman shooting inside, then the guards don't help, you have a gunman in the house. Very nice, you have guards outside, but there's, there's, a, gun, there's a big controversy in America. There was a school shooting, Rahman al a few months ago, and precious children were killed. And the police, there's a controversy, the police go in. I'm amazed how much we have to appreciate police, that there's tainas on them, they didn't go in. There's tremendous, a whole town is in uproar. The police chief was fired. I'm amazed what we expect from our police officers. A little overwhelms me that we have tainas, they didn't go in. I'm not siding with anybody, I'm just amazed. People were fired, the police didn't go in. Now clearly their job is to go in. That's amazing to me, our expectation of a police officer should go in. That's every instinct in the world is not to go in. You, see, you go in, you're a you're, you're threat of life, and there's a tine on the police officer. I try to like, I think to myself, like, how do you even like wrap your mind? But what we expect of a police officer, go in and save lives. The risk of your own is naira. And... The scene of police outside, but there's a shooter inside, is my picture of somebody who has all the schmear in the world, but there's anger in the house. But he has filters, we don't let internet in our house, and his house is a stressful place. That is awkward and bizarre. Any protection outside, the inside has to be beautiful and wonderful. A wide house means there's space for your children, it's expansive. It's not how big, how much room there's now. I heard a verb from Aryeh Barnett at the birthday boy. It's his birthday today, and I'm thankful. <laughs> he told me a verb. For many years, I have grappled. I am a Levi, and Levim have one of two jobs. And if the Levi does the job that's not as he's Chayev Misa. He's Chayev Misa. And us Levim have one of two jobs. Some of us are going to sing, Shayrim. And some of us, some of us are shayarim with doorkeepers. Some of us watch the doors, shayarim, and some of us are shayarim. We either gatekeepers or singers. And certainly, I don't suspect I'm going to be from the singers. But you will have pull. You will have pull. I want. I'm watching the doors. I'm opening and closing. You will all have a welcoming entrance. You have big time pull. I'm going to be one of the gatekeepers. We want you to sing. <laughs> Can't do <Just> both. <laughs> Who are the Levim? Are the Levim here? Hands, hands, cousins, cousins, cousins. Doorkeeper or singer? We'll see then. Hootie, doorkeeper or singer? Doorkeeper or singer? Doorkeeper or singer? Let's go. Which one? Singer. So should we have him do both? So the bottom line is, is that singers and doorkeepers. Now, Rev. Usher Weiss brilliantly said that it's not two different jobs. They're both protecting the house. 
But you have to have a protector outside. You have to have a singer inside. Exactly what we just said. You can have all the protection outside, but there's not singing inside. It's not safe. So they're both making it safe. The Levium singing inside, making it beautiful and protecting the outside influences. It's one job to make sure it's beautiful inside. You have to have protectors. Internet is wonderful, but make sure it's a wide place. I wonder that we describe Eretz Yisrael as Rechava. If we mean this expansiveness, that it fits everybody. It's an Eretz it fits us all. I love Eretz Yisrael, the different types of Yidin. It's the harder... Tonight we're going to have Eretz Yisrael night in Yeshiva. It'll be a fascinating night. Everybody's invited, 8 o'clock. And it's fascinating. I'm going to ask Menachem Braun to speak about Imre. I'm going to ask Aryeh Barnett to speak about Tereskayim. Binyamin, a little Imre. I asked Binyamin to speak about Imre. We're going to hear Imre, Aaron, Avrami. Let's go. There's a lot of good stuff. So tonight's going to be Aryeh tonight about Rav Center's Yeshiva. A few minutes. What? No, not at all. I don't know. I want to hear the chas. Rabbi Say. One of the hard parts about Eretz Yisrael is you, our communities tend to be very similar. Our communities tend not to be very mixed. And you come to Eretz Yisrael and you see so many types of Yidin, you can't even keep scorecards. If anybody explains to me every brand of Yid has a different Heksher, there's like, and it just, you just meet many types of Yidin. And many areas of Avodah Hashem, there are many Shvatim. And Eretz Yisrael, it's a beautiful part of Eretz Yisrael and a confusing part of Eretz Yisrael. It's a very, very wide land. And a land, the world of truth actually fits a lot in there. It actually has a lot of room. Ironically, one would think, it fascinates me, God's land, you would think, would be so specific. If I was a betting man, I would say the rest, godliness is very broad, and I would think godliness is very narrow. And ironically, and somebody could philosophically think about this, the more God loves the land and is connected to it, Ironically, there is more space. Shem is mekayim shaloylam. There's a lot of space there. It's amazing to me that a place of truth, a place ene Hashem lekechatamid ba, and it actually has more room. There's more place there. There's something about that that seems counterintuitive, but Eretz Yisrael is called the land Taiva Urechava. Had this article, somebody, an English translation of Urechava. Who has an English translation here? Could you check there? I'm betting on spacious. I would like to hear how they translate it. It's also spacious. Spacious. Thank you, Revezi. Chemda Taiva. It's a precious land, Urechava, spacious. I want to say that it's spacious. I have seen bigger places that are less spacious. Eretz Yisrael, by its nature, holds a lot of types. I think that's cool. I think the Metzius bears it out. Anybody who goes there notices this. It is the widest land I've ever seen in my life. And it's funny that it's called Rechava. It's called Spacious. It's called Eretz Svi. It fits us when we're in there. And it fits many people. I'm very fascinated by that, David. Very fascinating place. Uh, but it's called Rechava. It's called Spacious.
the spacious land called Eretz Yisrael that fits a lot. I have seen countries a hundred times the size that are very not spacious. Please don't say countries. I don't want to, it's not about attacking. I'm actually about praising Eretz Yisrael doesn't need an act. But Eretz Yisrael is spacious, amazingly spacious. And it's amazing that that's how it is. It's spacious. And it's very interesting. It carries a lot. So we thank Hashem, and this is Kenege Neidelcha, the second. Thank you, Hashem, Feretz Yisrael. So I've eaten from the land, and now I thank for the land itself. Sheretzisa, you have wanted Eretz Yisrael. Vinchalta Laviseni, you've inherited to our fathers. Now here is a good cash, Rabbi Say. Ilan, I'd love to hear an answer if you have one. Your name is Ilan. This day would definitely be your day. We say, you, you gave it to our fathers. Why did you give us Eretz Yisrael, Avi? I want you to hear this, Hebra. Why does Hashem give us Eretz Yisrael? Everybody hear this, and I, have, I don't have a pshat. I, think, I don't want to say I have no pshat. I don't want to be arrogant. But I don't have a pshat. I have something that I think that I need you to hear. I've never publicly shared this. Please listen. I have... Not a cutesy shot, something Mendy that means something to me that I want to share with you, Dovi. We say in Eretz Yisrael, thank you Hashem for the land, the Eretz Chemda, the precious land, Rechava, that spacious place. That's like what strikes you when you go to Eretz Yisrael. Man, is it spacious. <laughs> there are a lot of types. Sheretzisa, you like this place, you favor it, you connect to it. Vinchalta Lavisenu, and you gave it to our fathers, why? Lecho Mipiria, to eat of its fruits, Vilispaya Metuven, to be satisfied from its goodness. So why did Hashem give us this land? And this is Kenegad the second brother. Thank you, Hashem, for that land you gave us to eat the fruits. And to lisboya mituva and to be satisfied from the goodness. Just to bask in the goodness that is Eretz Yisrael. That's what. Now, lisboya mituva is a long time. What is that? To, be, to just soak in its goodness. What is the goodness of Eretz Yisrael? What's the goodness of Eretz Yisrael? What does taiv always mean? And later on, we say about Hashem in this very blessing, ki Hashem taiv, what does Taiv mean? Connection. Taiv is Hayais Adam Levadai. Taiv is eternal, is connection. Taiv by its nature means Chayim Taiv is eternal life, something I have that will always be. Taiv is connection. Taiv is connection. Taiv is Hayais Adam Levadai is disconnected. Eretz Yisrael is called an Eretz Taiva. It's a good land. Chemda Taiva. It's Taiv. It's the place of connection. It's a place of profound connection to God and to each other. It's a place of connection. And why does Hashem give us this amazing place? To eat the fruits, Geschmack of produce, the fruits of Eretz Yisrael. I survived in the Mir Yeshiva. The food was wonderful. I just, my own childishness, I can't handle big crowds of eating. And I like just to, like a private little Zach. And there was a lot of people eating, a lot of chicken day in the Mir completely overwhelmed me. It was, it was just too much. And like an overdrive, I love people and I like eating, but eating with a lot of people, like at a crowded restaurant, just either I'm schmoozing and with the chevre or eating, eating with a lot is a lot. 
and the mir felt like I don't want to say it's oichel b'shuk. It's not. It's eating. It's but it's eating was surrounded by a lot, and that was very overwhelming for me. So when I was in the mir yeshiva, now they have shifts and ways today. It's much no laws in the mir. It's a beautiful place, and people eat in yeshiva. It's a big zach to eat in your yeshiva. And their ways, we eat with the crowd, everybody on table, and their ways, and it's much more organized. But my own thing was hard to eat. I survived. There was a fruit store down the block, Ha'agam. And ooh, watermelon, I lived on watermelon, was breakfast, watermelon was lunch, and sometimes supper. But I liked eating from this fruit place a lot. They had good stuff, good fruits. It's still there. I would go visit Ha'agam, and it's actually still there. Now, the bottom line... Very you Every day was tush. Every day was tush. The kitzer is. The kitzer is that certainly the Paris Veritz Yisrael are wonderful. I can attest to that, and the goodness of the land to be satisfied. But my kasha to you is. Says the Gemara says that Maishu Rabbeinu had a tremendous desire for Eretz Yisrael. Maishu Rabbeinu had a tremendous kisufim, a massive desire to enter Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara asks, What? You think he just wanted it to eat the fruits? You think he just wanted a bask in its goodness? The Gemara asks it as a kasha. Uh, and the Gemara says, obviously, it's not why he wanted it. Elamai, he wanted to do the mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael. He wanted the mitzvahs at Tluis Baruch. So my question is, but, we say in Alamichia that Hashem gave us Eretz Yisrael to eat the fruits and bask in its goodness. The Gemara says that as a kasha. You think Maishu Rabbeinu wanted Eretz Yisrael to eat the fruit and bask in its goodness? <laughs> Elamai wanted, and yet in Alamichia we say that Hashem gave us the land lechol mipir l'spa mituva. Shucks. Done, done, done. What a good kasha, Udi. The Gemara asked it as a kasha. You think he wanted to eat the fruits? That's why Hashem gave it to us. Say, don't be afraid. Kasha is a kasha, no? That's for Moshe. So Yosef HaTzadik says, but see, I'm so impressed that a Svaradi defended us. Do you say this? Read me the Svaradi Shalomichia. You don't say these words. I'm so impressed. He's such a tzaddik. He's defending us. He should have said to me, you're right. He should have been like sticking his tongue out at us. Tell us what Svaradim say. You don't say this. You have an alamichi on you? They don't say. No svar. They don't say, right? They don't say marum either. Let's get no svar. Let's check this out. Oh, no svar. Do actually? All right. Wait, Shom, do you actually? Yeah, I need to try. I need to try. Do you actually? Right there, Rob. Rob, you gotta get like the only difference. It's going to be hard to see. have to be the big letters. Rebbe, you have to be the big letters. There's no, cam- there's no camera recording. We're good. Where's that from, Rebbe? 
Yo, can I get a sip of wow, Rami? Rami, what do you have there? Not even as good as Rami. Yo, Rami, bring another cup. This isn't third grade. No, they say left. Hey, Rami, you're caught in class. Give me your drink. <laughs> give me a drink. Give me your drink. So they say lecha with your smoke. I thought they didn't say, but I'm wrong. I'm, this is nusach svar, and they do say it. Oh, at the end. At the end, Yosef, you say it the first time. The second time, V'nei Yerushalayim, V'aleinu l'saycha v'samcheinu v'vinyana v'noycha v'pirvaswa. They don't say it there. We say it a second time. They don't say it a second time. You don't say it the second time. Because the second time, first time they do say it. So I, I hear why you were defending. What? Curious guy. The second time, Milan, the second time we say it, they don't say it. But the first time they say it, that's why he was helping us, yes. Milan, what do you hold to this cash up? What? And what's wrong? One's us, Hashem, Hashem, I think that's true. Rabbi, I think it's evident. By the way, that's why things fired them. Don't say it the second time. Why? Because the second time is we're asking for it, so we wouldn't ask. The second time it's a bomb kasha, they don't say it. You'll see in his chevra. Watch. Yeah, yeah. But the second time is not going to work. So what Ilan and Huri said, and this defends Svardim. Chevra Herzegain. Water in the court. We're going to defend Svardim, but we're going to attack Ashkenazim. So I see the Ashkenazim are all talking. I don't blame you. Says, says Ilan and Huri, and to me it's Pashat, Hashem to us gives it to us. He wants to take care of us. He wants it. That's why he gives it to us. And that's what we say. You gave it to us. You just want to give to us. And we in turn want to do your mitzvahs. Our tefillin say, Shema Yisrael Hashem HaKashachar Hashem's tefillin. Say, Yisrael. So, Hashem gave it to us, He wants us to enjoy. Maisha wanted to enjoy, Hashem wants us to enjoy, and we want to do His mitzvahs. It's obvious to me, that's why Nusuch Svard here says, Lechom Mepir Vespar Metuva, they say it. Later on in Alamechia, we ask Hashem, Uvnei Yerushalayim, build Yerushalayim Yerakodesh quickly, and bring us there, the Samchen V'yanam will be rejoiced in its construction. V'noichal Mepir, will eat the fruits of the Nisbah Metuva. Svaritim don't say it, We're, that's to what we want. We want to do your mitzvah, Hashem. You want to give it to us. What? So maybe that's, uh, maybe that's the Ashkenazic answer. Aryeh says, what about Ashkenaz? Kalish, don't just... But you guys, it's interesting, don't say the second time. That makes a lot of sense to me. Because this, what we want. Hashem, so Aryeh says, that's why it says, We don't mean, for the bracha. That's what, that, that's what Aryeh says, excellent defense. 
The only thing I say, so why didn't Mara answer Moshe? He defended Ashkenaz. And it wasn't Lecho and Pirvaspar Matuva, it's Univarech Allah Batushavatara. Alts the Yeah, that we want to be Mivarech Batushavatara. Because that's not specific character to show. So the it's her goof I hear, I hear, I hear, I hear, I hear. This is the I assume this is the Shaila, I assume. Kitsaradvarim. Kitsaradvarim Khevra. That was Kineged, the second bracha. That was Kineged, the second bracha benching. Now we're up to the third bracha benching. Is Rachim Na Shemalakenu. Hashem, please have mercy on Yisrael, Amecha, and Klal Yisrael. We pray for our nation. We're so incredible. We just ate Mzoinus. And we thank for the food. We thank for Eretz Yisrael. You're going places. If we, we look like to get expansive in Yiddishkeit, we want to like do more. A lot of Tu Bishvat we're saying is the juice is flowing within. Instead of the expansion without is the encouragement within. I wanted today to make an appeal that let's work on saying it alamichya, to, to say it more, to say it more. Kavan alamichya is rich. A guy eats mezaynus and he thanks Hashem for the food. He thanks Hashem for Eretz Yisrael, and then you pray for the Jewish people. You know you can pause and pray for Klal Yisrael. Rachem na Hashem Yisrael God, please have mercy on Klal Yisrael. You daven for the Jewish people and all that that entails. Daven for the Jewish nation. I was at a place last night, there were a lot of older singles. Daven Hashem, send Zibugin for Klal Yisrael. We have needs. People need Shaduchim, people need children, people need Yeshuas, all different Yeshuas. This guy eat a piece of cake. But he feels very expansive. He's close to Hashem. He's thanking Hashem. And in his closeness to Hashem, he starts praying. It's so amazing. Why is this a time for prayer? Why is benching a time for prayer? And it's obvious because you feel close to Hashem. Hashem just gave you and fed you. Like Hashem, I want to ask you some stuff. I'm feeling very nunt. And appreciating you're feeding me. I feel close. I actually want to ask you some things. And he says, Rachim na Hashem l'ken Yisrael mech, v'yishalayim irech, have mercy on Yerushalayim. V'al tziyayin mishkan k'vaydecha, and on tziyayin, the place of your resting place. V'al mezbechecha v'alechalecha, on the mezbeach, and ultimately the Beis HaMikdash. Uvenei Yerushalayim, build Yerushalayim, ir ha-kodesh, the holy city, b'meheira, quickly, b'amein, when our days. V'aleinu l'saych, and we will go up, Inside Yushalayim, we rejoice in its construction. Again, Ashkenaz says, we'll eat the fruits and we'll be satisfied in the goodness of Eretz Yisrael. Here you have that kasha again. And in Eretz Yisrael, we'll make brachas in holiness and with tara. Now here we say words, we end off Alamechia, Ki ata Hashem toiv. You are Hashem, our goodness. Umetiv lakoil, you're kind to all. You're so kind, lakoil. Look around the dining room. Hashem supplies and feeds all. Umetiv lakoil. Hashem is good. And I thank you, Allah Aretz, for the land, and for the food that you give. And you should add, and for the sustenance that we get. That is Allah Michya. Another name for Allah Michya is Me'en Shalish. 
it mirrors the big three brachas of benching. It is a toned-down version, an abbreviated version of the big three brachas of benching. In what bracha of benching does one mention Shabbos Kodesh? In what bracha of benching? Where do you say Ritzay? In which bracha? There are three brachas of benching. Which one? The third blessing has it. So are you shocked that in May Ein Shalosh you mention Shabbos in the middle of the Rachim, not peace? Say Shabbos there. Remember, it's supposed to mirror. It's supposed to exactly mirror benching. In benching, we mention Shabbos in the third bracha. So here, in the mirroring of the third bracha, we mention Shabbos. We mention Rosh Chodesh there. We mention Yom Tov there. The Yalav Yavai. We do exactly like we do in benching. After all, it's Me'ein Shalish. It mirrors the three. It's kind of interesting that Purim and Chanukah in benching, we say Alanism in benching. In which bracha? Not in the third one. In which bracha do we say Alanisim? In the second one, and I look in the Alamichya, and it doesn't have Alanisim. Why is that? Why is there no Alanisim, my friends? Shouldn't it mirror? A little homework for the Chepher. Why is there no Alanisim? Why don't you mention Purim? We mention Shabbos, we mention Rosh Chodesh, we mention Yom Tev, and yet Chanukah and Purim and Alamichia have no mention. They don't get, and it would be obviously in the earlier place. Wow. Wow. And Johnny says, those are Nisei Chutzlaretz, Pesach and Purim, Chanukah and Purim. Ruben Yoyne says Purim, I hear Chanukah. Good. Good. That needs. That needs. That's. A, we're allowed to have some homework. And Lemay said, this is the Alamechia. My appeal to the Chevra practically. We studied a little bit some of the words and maybe learned what Rechava means. Maybe analyze Lechel Pirma We learned a little bit about Alamechia. What I do want to say to the Chevra is let's make a Chesuk. And specifically, Tu Bishvat to me represents the world within, not the world without. And certainly before we get expansive and produce Paris, we mechazik the world within, there's so many things that before we extend out and add more Paris, and while we're extending out and growing Paris, we can be mechazik from within what we have. What a chizik would be to be mechazik in the Alamechia, to make it. You would say each time, Hashem is mate of lakol. Just you would, we would stop and think, Hashem's a mate of lakol, what that would add and mean to our day, I think it would be very significant. So the first, the second line of business, we sang Ilanil, the second line of business today is I wanted to be Mechazek. I did want to sing, Revezi wanted to sing Ashia Samecha. We read Alamechia, we pray for Klal Yisrael. Rachim na Hashem lakin al Yisrael Amecha. I want to close with one more Tubishvat thing, but first ask Revezi to start Ashia Samecha. Shia <laughs> Samecha,
today was important, but this is very important to me. And I want to close with a mitzvah. We're talking about today is Tuba Shvat, and we're celebrating the Ilanais. There's an Isser Daraisa that Paiskim take very seriously of cutting down a fruit-bearing tree. We're used to saying Baltashchus, throwing away anything useful. The Gemara in Kedushan speaks about Baltashchus destroying anything useful. The Gemara talks about ripping a garment as far as Baltashchis, the Isser Daraisa. But the simple translation of the Torah was, you're not allowed to cut down a fruit-bearing tree. The Paiskim take it incredibly serious. In Eretz Yisrael, I wanted to build a sukkah in my backyard, and there was a tree that was producing bad fruit. The fruit was like spoiled, for something was off, I don't know, something, and the fruit wasn't coming out good. And I wanted to cut down the tree to build my sukkah. So I have room for a sukkah. And the paiskim are incredibly machmir. It's very chamer. It says terrible einshim. What happens to somebody's children who cut down the fruit-bearing tree? Very, very serious iser not to cut down a fruit-bearing tree. And paiskim, even I did not touch it. Then I touch it. I had to make a smaller sukkah and build it. Nazat Eifin was very complex because I wouldn't touch the fruit bearing tree and was instructed by Paiskim to be incredibly careful. Even I know cases people cut down trees, they replanted it elsewhere because of the tremendously serious how Paiskim, one should be aware of this answer. But I want to talk about this. I want to tell you something. I learned something from my Zayda. I think Westerners are very lax in this, tend to be lax, and I want to make a chizuk. The kindness of Hashem, we are very rich today. We have an abundance of wealth. And there are ch- when I say Westerners, I don't mean to knock today, there's so much beauty to wealth. 
says that Rebbe was mechabed ashirim, gave honor to rich people, tremendous respect to wealth. And chesed Hashem, we don't make fun of it, that would be silly to, ble- to make, we have an abundance of wealth. Amazing. I was by Yid last night, a beautiful Yid who was saying about Kailim that it's unheard of in Europe. People paid to sit and learn Torah. He said, we're so rich. We could afford to have so many Kailim. It's like incredible. There was never such a time. We have an abundance of wealth. And certainly we are appreciative. It would be silly to in any way not get the kindness of Hashem. Amazing. And we celebrate and appreciate the great wealth Hashem has bestowed upon us. Every good thing has its challenges. And the challenges of wealth is not to appreciate even a little. Is to, in the abundance, it makes me crazy at the end of his man, and I see what guys leave in the dorm, it makes me like, it makes me crazy the lack of appreciation, a pair of shoes. And the importance, I understand that we're so rich and afford so much, a pair of trousers, I'll buy five others, my, my, each one is precious, certainly to appreciate the mom, money of others. A basic media, your parents' money, to be chas al mamen shel The Rambam only gives a couple of examples of caring for another human being. He says to praise another human being, to be chas al mamen, to care about his money. But even if you own and it's your own money, to value tzadikim, edaktikim, and mamen, say him. They have a very big care. My Zayda taught me something, and there's an Isser Daraisa to cut down a fruit-bearing tree. Hashem gave you a tree with fruit, don't touch it. My Zayda and my picture, every Isser is not just a negative, there's a positive to the mitzvah. My picture of the Isser Daraisa, not to cut a fruit-bearing tree, is my Zayda. My Zayda was a very quiet man who had to leave yeshiva by the Great Depression. There was a depression in America. At 13, people were starving, literally at the threat of dying. And he left yeshiva to go work. Reb Shraga Feivelman, the love, cried when he left yeshiva. 13, he had to leave yeshiva. He had to work so his family would survive. He left Torah Vadas at 13 years old. And was a youngster. What did you say? Yeah, he had come over from Czechoslovakia. He left yeshiva at 13 years old. And Maizeda did not have years in yeshiva, but he was somebody who loved Torah, respected Talmud HaChamim, and he had an attitude that remains to me very Torahic and something that I care about. He had very interesting anhagas. If an ani was selling something, he always bought whatever the ani sold. It was a high level of tzedakah. It's always cool. You'll meet Aniyim that are selling a safer they wrote for sure by it. It's a very high level of tzedakah because the person's not embarrassed. So it's probably the highest level of tzedakah. You're not just giving somebody. You don't need the thing, but it's a great way to support somebody. Buy what they're selling. He always had that Anhaga. He bought from people what they sold. But Anhaga that my Zayda had is all the leftover fruit that the tendency is to chuck out. We're rich. Nothing went to waste. He would chop it up and he'd make kompot. My Zayda's kompot. It's a very delicious drink. Delicious. And he boiled it up. It's an old fruit. It might be a little mushy. You boil it up. It's wonderful. And my Zayda's kompot is my picture of the Isser Daraisa. Hashem made a tree. Don't cut down a fruit-bearing tree. I think it was the lesson to his rich grandchildren who grew up in a different age than he did. He grew up in the Great Depression, had to leave yeshiva so his family wouldn't starve to death. And we're in yeshiva complaining, this is lunch? 
And come on, I can't do another four ski trips, mom? I don't get it. <laughs> That's where we go. We're in a different age. Beautiful. We're blessed. Hashem is good to us. But my Zaydas Kampat is my visual of not cutting down a fruit-bearing tree. There was fruit. You could just chuck it out and buy some new stuff. He would boil it up and we'd eat Hashem's delicious fruit. The utilizing all that we have and valuing each thing is so beautiful. My Oma, my grandmother told me she grew up, they were wealthy people. She said we had zero garbage, zero. They happened to have owned a farm. There's a different grandparent. She said we had zero. We used to challenge her. We had zero garbage. Diapers. She said we had diapers. There was no throw out diapers. It was stuff you washed. There was no such thing. We said orange peels. They had a farm. She said we gave the orange peels. We planted it in the ground. It's very good fertilizer. She said zero, not a little garbage. We're like bringing out Shabbos stacks of garbage. Zero. We couldn't catch her on one item. She told us what they did with everything. There was no garbage. But there was an age that things were used. Nothing was tossed aside. Things had value. Now, I am not saying I am thankful to be rich. And the garbage, it makes me laugh. Shabbos, one of the things that marks our Asherahs, our trips, I count my trips to the garbage dumpster outside, and I happen to feel very rich and appreciative to Hashem. Because we're wealthy and can afford throw out cups and throw out diapers with hulu. We're rich people. Baruch Shem, not complaining about the wealth, chas v'shalom, and not asking for anius, and bringing out the garbages is like my way of feeling we are really rich. Whenever you move, you find out how rich you are. When you move, we have so much stuff. We're gazillionaires. Moving brings out. I am not being silly. I am thankful to be rich. And I'm thankful. I would not like to wash out each cup that we drink from. So I'm thankful we have disposable cups. I am saying, let us value the things we have. Let us value each thing we have. Let us learn from Isaiah's Kampat. Let us be somebody who understands the Torah. Don't cut down a fruit-bearing tree. I made this tree for your benefit. Don't cut it down. Don't cut it down. Baltashchis. And the attitude is something that even us rich guys can appreciate. So I'm not at all, I'm not being cynical to our richness. It's so appreciative. I'm not even saying in any way, whoa, for the days of old. I love our richness. Keep Hashem, excellent, keep us rich, it's wonderful. I am saying that even in our richness, we can keep all the Torah and each mitzvah of the Torah. And in the Torah, it commands, don't cut down a fruit-bearing tree. There's a beautiful way of living. That negative command is so much positive to live. My Zayda's compad is so delightful and delicious. There was extra fruit, and he would, you could just throw it out and buy, he could afford, buy more. He'd grind, yeah, he'd grind it up, and we would have delicious fruit soup, compad, delicious. Such a beautiful value. It was food. It's beautiful. He didn't cut down a fruit-bearing tree. And then he ground it up, and we had delicious fruit, and it tasted, he gave it out, it was wonderful. There's a value in valuing the things we have. We have a lot, we have many slacks, but I, maybe I can value all my pairs of slacks and all my sh- different shoes. I remember Imelda Marcos, some of you may remember, some don't. She was the, her husband was the head of the Philippines. She had fast, you'll look up, somebody look up Imelda Marcos, check it up. 
Amel DeMarcos and her shoes. How many shoes? If you count, how many shoes did Amel DeMarcos have? If you ask how many shoes, you'll see about her. She was the, her husband was the head of the Philippines. No, no, no. <laughs> 3,000 3, 3, pairs yeah. of shoes. Whoa. I remember her closet full of shoes. I, we're all the Mel DeMarcos. She had a closet full of shoes. She had thousands of pairs of shoes. So I'm not complaining. How many? Between 3,000 and 1,000. That's weird. Amel DeMarcos. She was the wife of the president of, of the Philippines. And when she, she when they went through her closet after her and her husband were executed, there were thousands of pairs. Oh, you see her closet? Take a pass around. You see a lot of shoes? Pass it around. <laughs> I don't care whatever. Pass it around. Show Aryeh Barnett and Melba You see that? <laughs> <laughs> Ilan, you ever heard of him? You ever? It's like torture if you're in the ISIS. What? It's like torture if you're in the ISIS. <laughs> he says, poor Mrs. Marcos, if she was indecisive. Like, <laughs> that must have been very I'm sure she had like 3,000 outfits. I like that. I like that thought if she was indecisive. <laughs> Who said that? Who said? Who just said uh, Avrami? <laughs> Thank God for one pair of shoes. <laughs> the Kitzer is. That's the picture. The great luxury. And I'm not Avram In no way am I being ungrateful. It would be weird to make fun of it. I'm so thankful for our thousands of pairs of shoes. I just say that we can still, with all our wealth, understand and learn from people who had little, who had the tendency to very much appreciate what they had. And I think it's possible for us people, it obviously is possible, because we have a tzivli in our precious Torah, don't cut down a fruit-bearing tree. Each tree, each thing is valuable and precious. Baal Celebrate and appreciate each gift that Hashem. Don't cut down, don't destroy, don't overlook, don't devalue. It's a command of the Torah. And I thought on Tu Bishvat, when we're thinking about the Ilane Asada, it was a good time to think about that. We're eating fruits, I think about Kumput. It's a good time to think about that, valuing things. It's interesting, I read, I read Dovi, that Reb Shmuel, I, I can't, I can only say I saw this in an article. I never asked Reb Shmuel this. Somebody asked him, was his father Reb Yaakov strict? And he said he was very, very lenient father. He said in his house, he said he was not strict at all. So Reb, Sh- Reb Shmuel Kamenetsky was asked about his father Reb Yankov. Was he strict? He said he was a very lenient father. There was very little by way of like strictness. But he said one thing that he was strict on that he remembers from youth. This was the only, like, this is what he remembered as strict, is that whatever you put on your plate, you ate. You didn't put action, just chuck away. Mamish, they say, it's interesting that he taught his kid, take what you want, eat it, you take as much of them, you eat. You know, the guy takes it and throws it. I used to, for many years in yeshiva, I would buy water bottles for the games. For many, many years, the tournaments, I would buy um, Gatorades and stuff for all the, for the tournaments. And in buying the bottles Gatorades, I would observe the people who made sure either to finish it or they would bring it with, and the guy who took a sip and discarded. Often in an age of Asherahs, the guy, yeah, it's, it's Gatorades, it's free. Somebody spent money on that. The guy would take a sip and discard the Gatorade. 
not beseder, not beseder. Don't cut down a fruit-bearing tree. Each thing Hashem made and created, wow. each thing of value, bichas and mammon. There's a, there's a, there's a, you have something, it costs, bring it back to your dorm and finish it later. And the guy later bought, will buy another thing of Gatorade. Drink the whole thing. I saw, I saw guys who would finish it. I saw guys who would watch it. And I saw guys who would drink a sip and throw it out. Now, it, I saw Ashiris and seeing guys who took a sip and threw it out. I'm thankful for the Ashiris. But that aspect of appreciating and valuing, don't cut that down the fruit bearing tree. I wanted to share with the whole Hevra. Mincha next door, second Seder. Here. Gotta go. Are you have to make focus on the car? Can I?